Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock it! Our proposal is that there be aid given to both places, to Israel and to Ukraine. And we are standing by that, as you have said. The president has been very clear. If any bifurcation of that should occur, uh, he will veto. That is the border czar, Kamala Harris, uh, discussing our boss, Joe Biden, will veto any humanitarian aid funding bills that don't include Ukraine money. More on that in just a moment, Hammer. But first, Joe Biden and his administration, what do you know? They're calling for a ceasefire in Israel and Hamas, this war. They try to throw the word humanitarian on everything because they feel like that probably pulls better. So they sent Blinken over there, Anthony Blinken, and he's basically there to say, look, we got a lot of ticked off folks in Michigan, you know, Rashida Tlaib country, and that's a key swing state. So if it's okay with you, could you maybe just... Stop this war right now. I know it's important to you, but we've got swing state voters to worry about. Now, that's my interpretation of what's happening, Nige. So Netanyahu, by the way, has already came out and said, yeah, yeah. there's no pause in this fight. Nobody there's puts no, BB in a corner. Nobody, nobody puts BB in a corner. Here's the thing. You mentioned Secretary of State Blinken. He's on record as saying when he was in Israel, quote, Hamas doesn't care one second or one iota for the welfare or the well-being of the Palestinian people. It cynically and monstrously uses them as human shields, putting his commanders in command posts, its weapons and ammunition within beneath residential buildings, schools, mosques, hotels, hospitals, blah, 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 blah. So if that's the case, Blinken said it himself, why in the world would we call a ceasefire with monsters that have openly said, yeah, uh, remember what happened October 7th? We're going to do that over and over and over and over again, especially when we don't have hostages. Why would we ever think about uh, supporting a ceasefire? And the way that it's being worded, it's just fancy talk for dumb people. A humanitarian pause. So a ceasefire. Ceasefire, yeah. Yeah, but they're not coming out and saying that. It's a humanitarian pause. And this is how bad things are for the Biden administration right now. They've put a lot of people in the position of supporting Hillary Clinton. We played the audio earlier this week. Even Hillary Clinton has come out and said, look, if you have a pause or a ceasefire with Hamas, this is great for Hamas and bad for everybody else because they will get all of their ducks in a row. They'll have a time to get more ammo lined up and come forward with another plan of action. A ceasefire or a pause only helps Hamas. I mean, you got to remember, in addition, you know, 1,400 people brutally slaughtered, 30 Americans on October 7th um, died uh, brutally. And still, we're still not sure how many American hostages there are. So why in the world would we ever consider a ceasefire until they get those hostages out of there, at the very least? And, and you know, the 400 to 1,000 Americans that are still in Gaza. Get them out as well. Why aren't they allowed to leave? Why in the world, why are we negotiating with terrorists? So while that's going on, while Anthony Blinken is over there uh, basically bowing down to Hamas, you've got the House of Representatives with the new speaker, Speaker Johnson. 
And <laughs> they put forth this bill that would give $14.3 billion of financial and humanitarian aid to support Israel in a standalone bill, which means there's no money for Ukraine yeah, in this bill. That's what this the word is bifurcated means when uh, the border czar Kamala Harris used it earlier. Just, yes, just for, for Israel. Well, that hasn't gone over real well with the upper echelon of the Democratic Party. Democratic House Minority Leader and election denier Hakeem Jeffries says that the Democrats have made it clear that this is a big veto. Our objective from the very beginning was to back President Biden, who made clear that he would veto the irresponsible bill put forward by House Republicans. We made it clear that that veto would be sustained, not just marginally, but decisively, if it ever made it back to the House, which it will not. So why is it irresponsible for a standalone bill to help an ally? Especially irresponsible uh, for us to not print money, but to take it away from the IRS and send it over there, which was the plan. So for those of you scoring at home, if you've got your note cards out and, you know, some folks like to score a baseball game when they go to it. If you're scoring what's happening in the war at home, Joe Biden turning on a major United States ally in Israel for purely domestic political purposes here. He's losing support in a key battleground state in Michigan where they're very pro Hamas in a lot of areas. Dearborn, Michigan. Are you kidding me? That's all. I mean, there's plenty of Palestinian people that live there. And he's implying that Israel has to have a ceasefire and he's going to veto any humanitarian aid that goes to Israel. I mean, you have to understand the Democrat activist base uh, hates Israel. I mean, there's people in Congress, the squad. They are increasingly anti-Semitic. They hate Israel. You don't have to just go to the squad. Look at Andre Carson. Right, of course, voting against um, a resolution to support Israel. But then I think support for Israel is starting to crumble in the Democratic Party. It all started with Dick Durbin, senator out of Illinois. Ceasefire, ceasefire, followed by uh, whoever the senator from Connecticut, Murphy. Ceasefire, ceasefire, ceasefire. So, um, yeah, what you're seeing is um, placating an extremist Democratic base here. Now, that being said, I am all for supporting an ally to the United States, a a loyal ally, Israel, Great Britain, loyal, legitimate allies to the United States. But where do we get this, you know, idea that we can just constantly move money, print money and give it out to other countries? Again, I'm all for supporting Israel. Please don't get it twisted. But imagine what $14.3 billion could do to the southern border of the United States right now. Hell, $5 billion for the wall. <laughs> right. Think about what the money that is earmarked for Israel could do for inner cities across the United States. Don't you think that could help start some after-school programs and high-profile areas where kids grow up to be criminals or maybe address the homeless situation that's pretty rampant in major cities across this country. $14.3 billion. I'm not saying don't help your friends, but when can we get some of this money here? When can we, as United States citizens, say, yeah, we could really use just a fraction of that at the southern border, or maybe in some of our inner cities. Just a thought.